Hi, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. Today, we're going to take a departure from our regular interviewing or discussing a specific topic format, and we're going to, I'm going to walk you through um, a meditation that is specifically designed for those of us who have um, injury to our brains through trauma or abuse from a dysregulated, disordered person, such as a narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath. After a relationship with such a disordered person, there are hallmark features of recovery uh, and, and things that we each are trying to deal with, which most likely include things like trauma bonding, intermittent reinforcement, gaslighting, cognitive dissonance, um, also, when we start doing the work, inner work, to try to find out what it was that kept us there instead of leaving like a person with healthy boundaries and uh, all of that probably would have done early on, what kept us in a relationship with an abusive um, person who was so disordered and maladapted would sometimes be childhood toxic programming and scripts. Uh, a wounded inner child uh, from trying to um, also trying to recapitulate a similar relationship with our disordered partner that we had that same relationship dynamic with our parents or someone from our early childhood ages two to six. Uh, We may be having struggling with brain chemicals and that are, have been um, released under different conditions throughout this relationship and now we're trying to manage everything from serotonin oxytocin dopamine peptide addiction all of these different things so it's it's there's a lot on our plate where there are a lot of things that are indicative just of this type of recovery from being with a person who sometimes if you were with a covert narcissist as I was, it's a very passive aggressive under the radar, almost imperceptible type of abuse where there's uh, cycles of betrayal and violations and um, bad behavior, sometimes even criminal behavior maybe, but never raising a voice, never losing tempers, never raging and ranting and doing that kind of thing. It's much more um, covert, much more insidious. And sometimes that's the worst kind because the poison is still going in. You just don't have like all the, you know, big explosions to signal that you're being slowly poisoned. Uh, but the effect is still the same. So I want to um, talk you through uh, a meditation today that may help you. There is a whole lot of brain work that needs to be done with brain chemicals, neural pathways, um, things, uh, habits that you have created with your brain. And in recovery from PTSD and the trauma that you probably have, here again, you're not just dealing with inner child and and trying to cyclically re configure a similar familiar relationship, you also could have abandonment issues, attachment issues, just a number of other things in 
at play also. And I can almost guarantee you there's some form of addiction involved. And I'm not talking about drug or alcohol addiction. I'm talking about addiction to people and um, the narcissist, sociopath, psychopath. They map your brain through this intermittent reinforcement to become addicted to the highs. And then there's chemical interplay to back that up. So it's a complicated mess. And this is just one thing, one thing that might be able to help you as you move forward. There's a lot of things that a lot of moving pieces that you need to do. So this is just one of them. All right. So here we go. Um, If you can find a comfortable place to sit, um, you need to sit up straight uh, with your um, spine straight and elongated, um, sort of an uplifted feeling in your chest. Um, you might want to try to relax in this posture um, with your shoulder blades relaxed, your shoulders down, and your shoulders relaxed. If you're in co- uncomfortable with how you're sitting, Uh, I think it's super important that you be comfortable. You don't have to sit on the floor or do anything weird. Sometimes I do this in bed. Sometimes I just do it on my sofa in the living room, but I always make sure that I'm just totally comfortable and uh, I'm not going to be disturbed. So your posture, mostly the important thing is that it needs to be comfortable and sustainable. So do whatever works for your body um, based on your own needs. It also is up to you whether you want to close your eyes or keep your eyes open. If you do choose to keep your eyes open, let's try to focus on a spot in front of you about six feet, eight feet in front of you, maybe on the wall across the room or on some object. I have uh, a pretty little lamp. I have some uh, terracotta figures. Sometimes I stare at those. But you would focus your eyes, let them, let your eyes, your gaze rest on those things, um, just one thing, and then sort of soften your gaze where you're just kind of not focused on, focusing on seeing the object, you're, you're just letting it kind of get blurry as you kind of get into this um, state. You also need to think about your breathing, um, how you feel your breath in your body. They, you should be breathing deeply. Um, you should feel the air going in through your nose, and it should be rhythmic. You should feel it coming into your body. And you should feel it coming out of your body. They say somewhere between five to five to six breaths per minute is normal. If we can get it to five breaths per minute, and you can kind of practice this when you're not doing the meditation, just practice it another time to kind of see what that feels like to do five breaths per minute. Um, it would be about a count of five maybe. And exhaling five um, with each breath. Um, So there's nothing wrong. There's no right or wrong about what feelings come up uh, while you're doing this. Um, You just need to bring your attention back to this pleasant and relaxed uh, position that you're in with the breath. And everything else will just take care of itself, I think. 
All right, so, um, so here we go. Let's breathe in. Exhale. Again, breathe in. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it and release. One, two, three, four, five. Release and again. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Five, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. Let's keep that going with the breathing. In and out. In and out. So I would invite you at this time to go back and try to imagine a time when you were a little girl or a little boy, if that's the case, but you were young, you were maybe three, four years old, five years old. And I want you to see that younger version of yourself Try to picture her or him and bring them beside you to sit down next to you. Think about what they're wearing, what kind of shoes they have on. Have on socks? How does their hair look? Their skin, are they, do they smell like the wind? because they've been out playing outside or are they fresh from the bath and in their jammies? Just picture very vividly this mini version of yourself from back all those years ago. And I want you to think a happy thought that you want to say to your younger version of yourself. This could be a statement such as, you are beautiful, you are handsome, you are so smart, you are so special, I love you, I love you very much, I want you to know you're safe, I'm here for you now, and I'm going to protect you. There's no reason to be afraid. I'm here for you. Keep breathing. Think about that child, what you want to say to him or her. Reassure them. Let them know that they're in a safe space and that you are aware of them. You're aware of how they feel. You're aware of any negative things they may feel. Try to try to 
Try to sit with your younger self and imagine that. Are they scared? Are they angry? Do they feel invisible? What do they feel? The next time that you feel that you are losing control of your situation, perhaps you want to break no contact and reach out to your disordered person. Perhaps you are triggered. You're having some anxiety or something like this. I want you to think back to this, and then I want you to ask the little inner child, say, hey, I know you're there right now, right now. What do you need? What do you need? How can I help you? You're trying to get my attention. You're trying to get my attention. What do you need? How can I help you? I want you to try to do that the next time you're feeling some negative feelings or tempted to do something that would be counterproductive to your recovery. Think happy thoughts that you want to send to this inner child. Happy thoughts about the future. Like we... Let's make some we statements for you and your inner child. We are going to be okay. We are strong. We are resilient. We are smart, and we're going to figure this out together. We can do anything we want to do. We can set our mind to a particular thing and make it happen. We are goodness. We are virtue. We are pure. We are innocent. We are going to be happy. We are going to be healthy. We are going to be whole. Smile at her or him and reassure them that everything will be okay, that there will be healing and everything will be okay. Now come back and let them go. Tell them if they want to stay, they can, but that you're going to focus on something else right now. Continue to breathe deeply. Sit up a little straighter. Relax your shoulders. And I want you to feel energy in your body. You have different chakras in your body that energy cycles through them should be flowing freely. And trauma is stored in the body. 
you think about the energy in your body moving from your feet up through your legs, through your up through your, where your hips in your abdomen to your chest, out through your arms and up through your neck into your head and out through the top of your head. There's energy that flows there. I want you to think about a white light. It is pure, it is powerful, and it comes from a divine source. Whatever your understanding of God may be, I want you to imagine that divine source of light. And through that light is goodness, is healing, it's life. It's all that is good and moral and right. It is powerful, powerful protecting light, powerful healing light. And I want you to imagine that a stream of white light is coming down through the top of your head. Through the top of your head where your crown chakra is, you're going to open up that space and receive that light, and it's going to come into you, and you can feel the warmth. Your skin may tingle a little bit, back of your neck, the hair on your arms. You feel it, the light coming in that's warm. It's love. There is love in this light. This light is love. It's God's love. It's the source of all things, and it's filling you, coming through your head and it's coming down through your eyes, through your third eye, through your throat chakra, down through your chest, down through your abdomen, down all the way through your legs and down through your feet. And it's filling you with this warm, powerful, white light of love. You are loved. You are worthy of love. You are special. You are unique. You are capable of receiving, of receiving this light of protection and healing and love, power. You can feel it. It's circulating inside of you. Feel your feet connected to the ground and imagine that under your feet they are rooted like six feet, eight feet, ten feet under your feet. Plant them as if they have stakes going through the floor, into the earth, into the ground, deeper and deeper and deeper, you feel this energy going through your feet into the ground. And the light is still coming through the top of your head and going all the way through, all the way through you and all the way through your feet, all the way into the earth. Take a deep breath. Think about Gratitude. Think about how 
We are thankful for this light. We are thankful for this healing, for this power, for this energy force that is filling us with love and strength and healing. There is nothing that we cannot do. We have no limit. We are love. We are light. We are protected. We are in the care of the divine who is beside us at all times, within us at all times, around us at all times. Take a deep breath. Be thankful. Think of the things you're grateful for. Start listing them in your mind. I am grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my pets. Grateful for food. I'm grateful I can see. I can speak. I can hear. I can feel. I'm grateful for my health. I am grateful for my friends and family. I am grateful for... Just keep going. Just keep going. I am grateful for. I am thankful for. Just keep saying those things to yourself. I am grateful. I am thankful. Thank you. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my home. Thank you for everything that I have. Thank you. It could be so much worse. Thank you for, then fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks with all the things that you are thankful for. Breathe deeply while you're doing this. I am so thankful for. I am so grateful for. Thank you for. And the last thing we're going to be thankful for is the opportunity that we were given to know ourselves better, to heal, to evolve, to be enlightened. This relationship, this recovery, will bring us into a new awareness and a new strength, new direction and new power, a new future, that will be filled with light and love and peace and joy. Be thankful for that opportunity, even though it has been hard, it's been difficult to navigate through this journey. We're still grateful for having the opportunity to do it, to do the work, to do the work to be better, to be a better version of ourselves.
When you're ready, open your eyes. You can start moving a little bit. Take as long as you like. Coming back into yourself. Practice this as many times as you need to. And remember, recovery is not linear. You will go forwards, you will go backwards. It's okay, as long as you are focused on where we're headed. And you know, you believe that there is something better. There is something something better for you that's just waiting for you to come to it. That's not optimism. It is intention. Let me say, it's important to state your intentions. I, my intention is to be whole and healthy without addiction, without abandonment issues, without attachment disorders, without codependency, without the need for another person to validate me or to love me, for me to be complete or whole. I am complete and whole by myself, with myself. I am comfortable with myself and safe by myself. If you can keep these things in your intentions, what you are trying to achieve here, they will manifest. And if you heal what is inside you through doing things such as the meditation we just did, you will attract from the universe externally whatever the condition you have internally is. So whether you're 20 or whether you're 70, it's time to heal. It's time to let go of all of those childhood traumas, all of the darkness and fear, the fear and insecurity, the fear that you might disappear or cease to exist without that other person. You don't need them. You're okay and set your intention that you're going to be okay, that you're going to be whole, you're going to have boundaries, you're not going to have addiction, you're not going to have dysfunctional, toxic programming. Set those intentions daily. Practice your gratitude daily. Do meditations like this one daily. Work on your energy Work on your spirit. Work on your brain. Your brain is going through quite a bit of trauma with its chemicals and dysregulation and neural pathways that are trying to create new ones after a lifetime of not having ones that are healthy. Be kind to yourself. Be patient. And I'll be back. I'll be back with more information for you and more healing tools. Do some research on your own. Learn what you need to learn. Practice the things you need to do to get healthy. We can do this. 
we can do this. Much love to all. Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.